this is take 5,000 of, I'm not being sensitive, I'm just passionate on the podcast of Tea with Keys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've been trying to record this episode for almost two weeks now. Why? Because I've, um, I've just been so consumed with like getting a job and you know dealing with everyday bullshit and yeah not not being interrupted interrupted excuse me when I'm recording episodes it irks me when everyone wants to contact you when you want to record an episode and it's like uh can you fucking not but anyway um, I was playing at the beginning of the episode. I was playing "Leave It Smoking" by Tamia. It's like one of her biggest singles since "Stranger in My House." So I'm really excited that she dropped her new album today. It's called "Passion Like Fire." Um, it's in stores. It's eight ninety nine at Target. I got the Target credit card, so you know I have to support my girl. And um, it's on all digital platforms: iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, it's a really good album. So check it out. If you love Tamia, you'll love this album. So yeah, give my girl her flowers. But um, yeah, we're going to get into the episode. I'm just going to have the music playing in the background a little bit. Um, yeah, like I said, I've been trying my best to... How do I say it? trying to come through with the words to say for this episode and it won't be a long one i'm trying to keep it to a minimum because <laughs> uh, the last episode i recorded with my friends were like was like two hours <laughs> so i'm like okay yeah we're gonna try to make it more like professional and more scheduled and Hopefully, it'll work out in the long run, especially when I get, like, my podcast equipment. I can't wait because I'm tired of recording episodes on my phone. But, yeah. Um, I want to say that I am fed up with explaining to racist white people and homophobic black people or homophobic people all around that we can't progress as a people. If we're still living in ignorance and in society, society for the longest time has been living ignorantly and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the ridicule people get for just being who they are and loving who they love. And it's tired. Honestly, it's tired and through. And a lot of people need to let go of the past. It's just, it's not it. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to do this podcast episode about I'm not being sensitive, I'm being passionate. The reason why I have to do this because I don't want any outside people just commenting and saying whatever it's. I just have to get this off of my chest. And I'm going to say, if you live ignorantly, I'm not here for you. I'm washing my hands of the bullshit. I'm washing my hands of 
trying to explain to people that being a fucking decent human being is it costs like no dollars it's free and if you choose to live ignorantly or you don't see it for me being a black gay man if you don't see it for me I'm not seeing it for you and frankly I'm tired and um yeah I'm I'm fed up with arguing and debating I'm washing my hands because it's not getting anywhere it's not sticking in people's heads it's just not clicking and I'm tired like for example like a week or so ago um, a nine year old committed suicide and he committed suicide because he was bullied after admitting that he was openly gay to his classmates and but I think he told his mom first and his mom was accepting and embraced him with love but he didn't get the same love at school and school's supposed to be like a safe environment for children you know and they 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 didn't do that for him they allowed this boy to get bullied and to the point of he that he had to take his life, and even his mom after it, like after her child passed away and she has to endure that, she is facing ridicule and getting hate mail and threats from people that don't even know her, all because of her child coming out of the closet, and these people wasn't saying like. Oh, well, it's really unfortunate that he passed away. What can we do to make the world a better place for everyone to be embraced and accepted for who they are? It wasn't talks about that. It was about how a nine-year-old know he gay. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, y'all sit up here and you say that Oh, white, like, if I find it so funny that we cry about oppression, black people cry about oppression, but we oppress others. You 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 oppress and condemn others for being who they are, whether they're kids or not. I'm here to tell all of you dumbass people, whether if you're a parent or not, children can understand their sexuality at a young age, because I did. Whether if I wanted to admit that or not, that that's my business but i i was i had crushes on my male friends in elementary school and that's why i started hanging around girls more because i'm like okay and like i don't and like when but like it's acceptable for our kids to see heterosexual people tonguing each other down in public places um seeing y'all sleep with they quote unquote uncles and aunties and shit you know the people that y'all fuck with but then try to mask it with oh this your uncle don't don't do that but well, nevertheless <laughs> um and these kids are exposed to so much shit but when it comes to homosexuality it's a fucking issue for you because you don't want your kids to see that gay shit but um they seen everything else though they might as well see that. And, you know, a common stereotype 
um, is that, you know, gay, the gays are very promiscuous and, you know, I don't judge. I don't really care what people do with their bodies in their life because I'm, me personally, I've never been promiscuous. I've, my body count is still under like, what, five, so, you know, nevertheless, (laughs) and, um, but yeah, um, I've never, like, even when I was a child, I didn't feel like those crushes on boys were sexual. They were just like, if I was crushing on a girl, I kissed a girl when I was like six years old. Six, seven, five, I don't remember. But, kissed a girl. Um, so that has nothing to do with kids, like, not realizing who or what they are at a young age. You just make it about sex. These kids are kids are innocent. They're not always thinking about sex. I'm not sure what these kids nowadays are supposed to, but in my day, in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I was in elementary school, going into middle school, I never thought about sex. I realized what sex was after sixth grade. So, yeah. And, you know... I'm not a parent yet, so a lot of people when I when when I discuss this topic on social media, mama, baby mama Facebook or whatever social media platform I'm talking about it on, love to hit you with, well, you're not a parent, so you can't really say what we want our kids to be supposed to. And for the, the millionth time, I always tell them, I do not care about your kids. I'm just being honest. It's not always about teaching your kid about sex and that's the underlying issue y'all think everything about sex because you're sexual whores heterosexual people are the whores okay like we just want children to like not to because you know there are children who are were like are like me when i was younger that had to hide their sexuality and you know having a, a grandfather that was a pastor that didn't make it any easier for me because I carried that burden that homosexuality was, was disgusting and I, I couldn't express myself the way I should have. And I kind of realized that as I got older when I, I, I kind of heard whispers about why, excuse me, why I never brought a girl around to meet the family and stuff like that. And people just saying like, oh, he gay or sassy or whatever the fuck. <sighs> Nevertheless. I don't really give a fuck. But, you know, it's just, it's really interesting. Like, I don't have to be a parent to have some damn common sense. And y'all think kids are so naive and easily influenced. Because, but, sis, when I was growing up, all I saw were heterosexual films, cartoons, movies. I watched the Players Club when I was six or seven years old. Me and my cousins used to sneak to watch that. We had no business watching that, but we did. So, that doesn't mean that your kids are easily influenced. That Your kids aren't doing shit like that. Like, yes, kids in most situations do um, imitate what they see. But I have, but I feel like when it comes to homosexuality or if they feel like they were born in the wrong body or they had the wrong assigned gender at birth, 
they should be able to express themselves and embrace that at a young age so they don't grow into their teenage years and adult years trying to to finally find that comfort to be more expressive and to express themselves the way they should have when they were younger. And that's where a lot of self-hate in the LGBT community comes from. A lot of people, they sit and act like pygmies on social media and be like, oh, well, I'm not like most gays that wear hair, that do makeup, that play with Barbie dolls or when they was kids or whatever the fuck it may be. But I, you know, I... I hang with the hood niggas. I slang dope. I slang dick. I, you know, I, I do all this. I do that. I ain't never been on that gay shit. Nigga, you are an F-bomb like the rest of us. You know, when I was younger, I didn't really care for basketball. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really tall. I've been tall my entire life. Like, height is really prevalent in my mom's on my mom's side of the family i don't my dad's side is not that tall to me i don't feel like they're that tall like i am i think probably the tallest if i'm not mistaken i mean there's some tall ones but you know on my mom's side it's more prevalent (laughs) so um yeah so um i was always under my mom i always wanted to read a book i you know and i used to play like Barbie doll with my cousins like most of my cousins are women I mean girls so it was like women girls so I never really had like that male you know male cousins like that that were my age um so I always grew up playing with the girls you know, we all play with their Barbie dolls. If they had a Ken one, I'd be like, yeah, I'm Ken. You know, we would play house, play the little fun stuff. And, you know, they didn't have any influence on me being gay. That had nothing to do with it. And whether if I was straight or gay or bi or whatever, that would have nothing to do with that. That was just me innocently playing with my cousins and being a kid. So, um, and then, um, and you know what's funny? Like, when people be like, kids are easily influenced. If if they're so easily influenced, why didn't I be straight? Act straight, or whatever the case may be. Because that's what happens when you guys are, you know, shut down any indication that your children may be gay, or trans, or whatever the case may be. They, they hold that in, and they hate themselves. So they bash people, and fuck them on the low, which is most of y'all niggas. Like, a lot of y'all need to understand. Like, a lot of y'all niggas and boyfriends, they love gay boy pussy. They love fucking trans women. On the low low, because of how you treat those who are already openly gay. How you treat them, they see that. And they just gonna be like, well, I don't want to get bashed like that. So, I'm just going to keep my shit on the low. And they be killing trans women and all of this stuff. Not because they were tricked. Because they don't want to be, you know, dragged or social media or me be made a spectacle of and being the laughing stock of out of in the town and shit. It's not because they are tricking people. We need to get out of that mindset when it comes to trans women. Like, oh, they be out here tricking people. That's a touchy subject for me because I don't want to be like, well, all all trans women do is trick people because that's not the case. A lot of them are very vocal and honest about them being trans women. But 
y'all are so damn ignorant that y'all think like, oh, they probably got killed because they were lying about having a dick or whatever the fuck may be. No, bitch. Your boyfriend or your baby daddy or your brother, your your uncles, your cousin, they just didn't want people to know that they was fucking trans women on the low. Or gay men, because it happens for gay men too. Not the tricking part, but you know, like sleeping with them. I've dated down low men. Trust me. It's very interesting. Like, I will always comment on this guy's pictures with hard eyes and stuff. And he would just flat out delete it. and But will respond to, like, girl comments. Comments from women. Excuse me. Not girls. Sorry. And, like, but like or, like, if it's one of his bros will comment on the picture. He'll be like, oh, he'll come respond to them. But if he, like, see anybody, like, flirting with him or saying anything, like, if it's the same sex, he would flat out delete it. And I would be like, like, I didn't want to believe it until, like, I saw it very first, like, in my face. I'm like, this nigga is really convincing himself that he's down low. And I'm really intrigued. <laughs> like, um, man, you're like... You're not down low. You're not discreet. Like, when we would be out in public, he would always duck and dodge and, you know, try to make sure he don't see somebody he knows that could potentially expose him for being gay. Like, if you got to do all of that, then, sis, just be with a woman. Like, it won't be genuine. But, sis, if you got to do all that, just move. Because ain't nobody got <laughs> But, um... Yeah. If I didn't get that inf- easily influenced from watching straight people kiss and all of that shit growing up what the fuck do you think the kids today will be easily influenced a lot of our kids are smart a lot of you weren't smart that's the part but <laughs> yeah a lot of our kids are intelligent if a three year old can sit up and work a YouTube um, pull up YouTube on a phone and work a phone better than a 40 year old adult the idea that kids can understand and embrace their sexuality at a young age is not that far fetched and that's what I want people to understand I'm not just sitting up here thinking this shit is abnormal for kids because kids I was that kid that tried to hide their sexuality and I couldn't, and it was to the point where I couldn't hide it anymore. I I got tired of hiding, hiding it, and trying to, you know, please religious people for what? Y'all sit up here reading the Bible, the same Bible that white people used against our ancestors to justify slavery. Come on now, like. Homosexuality in the Bible, I like when I was in my senior year of college and for my senior um, seminar class, I we had to write like a few papers about like the, the department's core values or principles, and one of them was context. And I talked about homosexuality in the beginning, um, in that context paper, and it was like, and I found like research, and it was like it's heavily miss a lot of people are misinformed about the verse that talks about homosexuality being a sin it's like um a big misconception like it's basically saying in the form of adultery it talks about heterosexual um men stepping out on their wives or first vice versa 
it's a sin. And then it said, talks about homosexuality in the form of adultery, and it's a sin. So, that's the, mainly the reason why um, it's discussing the uh, Bible, but as the Bible has been rewritten millions of times by people who are homophobic and ignorant and racist, the, the it shifts. The shift aligned so many different ways. So that's why a lot of people think homosexuality is disgusting. Like, child, y'all can't sit y'all dusty asses up here and be like, homosexuality is a sin. But y'all sit y'all asses up and eat seafood. I love seafood, so send me, please. Um, <laughs> you guys get haircuts. You guys have premarital sex. You guys have children out of wedlock, et cetera, et cetera. But homosexuality is just the defining line for you, sis. That's just it for you. That's just... Just the... The total and blatant disrespect. Like, girl, fuck you. And, um... Yeah, so... I've been so interested and intrigued. I'm gonna move on from that. Because, y'all... Y'all gonna overlook it anyway. Um, and so I've been very intrigued in the past couple of weeks because a lot of people have been called off by their homophobic tweets and stuff. Like y'all girls, the uh, city girls, Cash Doll, quote unquote senior, um, Doja Cat. I a lot of them haven't even begun for me for me to cancel them. So it's like, whatever. Don't really care, but um. Yeah, y'all, y'all, um, y'all been dragging them, and it's really interesting to see how people they bring up other people, like, oh, did y'all, but did y'all cancel Scissor? Did y'all cancel yada yada yada? And it's like y'all, y'all, y'all pick and choose who y'all want to cancel because, um, if you're being honest, a lot of them should have been out of here. Um, I, one of the city girls, she they were talking about Blue Ivy being ugly, and it was a mess. Um, and she was talking about if her one of her kids were turned out to be gay, she would beat the shit out of them or disown them, or and you know, and that's an unfortunate reality for a lot of people. Like, even Boosie said that I dragged Boosie on my blog two years ago. About saying, like, if his son ever came out to him, he would disown them and um, probably force him to get head from a woman and just beat the shit out of your kid. Why would you beat the shit out of your kid for your kid being honest and open to tell that part of their life to you? Like, you can't. And from the looks of it, it looks like people, they want to make their children's lives out for them. Like, thankfully, my parents have not done that for me. I know my parents probably feel like I probably should, like, they wish I wasn't gay so I wouldn't have to endure a, a, a life like this. But you have to. I, I can't, I can't just sit up and be like, oh, like, I wish I was straight so I wouldn't have to endure this shit. I have to endure it so it can potentially be better for the future. And... And that even scares me. Like, being a parent, I want to be a parent really badly. But I know it's going to be hard for me because, one, I'm gay. And I know that it's not going to be easy for my child to have a gay parent. 
And they're going to think, oh, well, he's raising this kid to be gay, yada, yada, yada. Shut the fuck up. And that's just, that's just that. Like, it just pisses me off. It makes me angry that people are this way. Um, and so I've just been really finding it interesting that you guys are still standing or loving women that said they would beat the shit out of kids because they're gay. Like, I can't stand someone that sit up and say the most dehumanizing shit about gay men and people and the LGBT community as a whole, but be like, I have gay friends. I have gay family members. You need to learn the difference between being an ally and being fucking tolerable of people. Because that's how white people do us. White people, they think the worst of us still. Times did not change because Martin Luther King got his ass murdered. That's n- nothing's changed. They just learned to tolerate us, and that's what they do. So think about that when y'all are dehumanizing gay people and the LGBT community as a whole. Just think about that because you're tolerating us. You're not an ally. Please stop shifting this ally agenda because it's just not it. It's not it at all. Keep the bullshit for somebody who cares because I don't give a fuck. Like y'all think this is an agenda that we're shoving it down your throat. Bitch, it's not a fucking agenda. It's not a fucking choice because who the fuck would endure this shit? Just please let me know so I can uh, have a good chat with them. I would love to understand their point of view of this. Like, I, and that's why I named this episode, I'm not being sensitive, I'm being passionate, because who chooses to live like this? I almost committed suicide. I almost overdosed. Because I could not live in a world that doesn't accept me for who I am. And when I was a teenager, I was in my senior year of high school, I just couldn't take it anymore. I was losing, I lost my grand, like two of my grandparents, I lost my uncles, I lost my friend. That depression plus the burdens of being a gay black man, that shit fucked my head up. And I overdosed on my pills and I almost died. You don't know how it feels to be on suicide watch or whatever the case may be and being a grandson of a pastor to the point where uh, that it that you allow that judgmental people and their comments you let a lot of shit to consume your life so I'm sorry this shit is not a game to me this is my life this ain't no lifestyle type of shit if I could choose to not live this life I probably will put on other shoes If, if it feels better knowing that you could be embraced more if you weren't this way. But, you know, I don't have it any other way. I am who I am. If you don't respect that or love that, then that's not my problem. I have my parents. My mom and my dad are really embraced and have really, you know, embraced me for who I am and love me for who I am. I can't, I can't trade in my parents at all. I love Michelle and really so much because they... They don't, you know, treat me like other people's parents have treated their children. Like scum on the street. That's that's just horrible to me. But back on to get back on topic, like I can't understand where 
people think this shit is some type of thing to push down their throats, homosexuality is just as normal and natural as heterosexuality. Like, I'm not doing this just for the hell of it. If you are, I'm, I'm not afraid of losing family and friends for speaking up to something I believe in. It's not a competition of who's oppressed the most here. We are all fucked up and we need to do better in order for us to get better. You don't know how it feels to get particles of my, your teeth knocked out by random people just for you being you. To this day, in the back of my mouth on my left side, I can still feel the particles of the teeth that is missing from that tooth because the guy knocked it out, punched me so fucking hard and in, in public when I was coming home from track practice he just punched me he got out, of, got out of the car as I was about to cross the street and go to my house off the bus and just punched me and called and you know and called me a name I didn't do shit to him I didn't even know him he was just picking on a kid and that that's, that scares me to this day like I, I like Every time I go walk somewhere or walk to the store, I have to call somebody to be on the phone with them just so I can feel like it's safe for me to go to the store. You know, like people pick on innocent people and stuff. I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get I don't want to go through something like that again. That shit has scarred me for life. It, I like I'm I don't want to say I'm afraid, but I'm very cautious of my surroundings. I try not to have my headphones in where I can't listen to what's going on around me. And, um, yeah, so it's really fucked up how this world is. Like, I can't control my feelings. I can't control my feelings for the same sex. This is something that's not a fucking game. And, um, yeah. It's just really crazy how people think this is just this is just fun to just shove everything down y'all throats allegedly. Like, girl, fuck you. Like, for example, this hotep ass nigga. He probably was a fake page, and he was like, "Black LGBT people put their sexuality above their race, and that's why I don't trust their involvement in any type of black movements." And it's like. How can you not trust their involvement when they are the front face of it, dumbass? First of all, black queer people started the Black Lives Matter movement. D-Ray and so many other activists that we follow online are LGBT. They're getting arrested. They're being on the front lines for the murders of Trayvon Martin, um, Michael Brown, um, Sandra Bland, and all of these other people that have passed away. Not y'all sorry ass niggas. Y'all get on Twitter and Facebook and cry and complain about how it is for the black man. But y'all sit up here and dehumanize y'all black LGBT brothers and sisters just as much as the white people do. And you wonder why people call y'all the white people or black people? Girl, bye. Because first of all, we don't put our sexuality above our race. Why do people think that? We just happen to be gay. When you see us, you will always see our skin tone before you see our sexuality. You will never see, I, I don't know one gay black person that puts their sexuality above their race. Because at the end of the day, we're still seen as black. 
by you and white people. Once y'all see the layers of us, then you get the sexuality, or you probably see it from social media. But nevertheless, that's when you see us. When you first see us, you see us as black people. Like you, how the fuck you ain't gonna trust nobody involvement? Y'all don't do shit but sit on social media and complain and fucking cheat on your girlfriends and fuck download niggas y'all damn self. So what's really the thesis? Like, like y'all not doing nothing. Like, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like many of my LGBT brothers and sisters have said, I was called the f bomb before being called a nigger or a nigger. I've never been called that in my entire life by anyone that's not black. And I live in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is one of the most racist states. And I'm from Milwaukee, which is very racially divided. It's racially segregated, honestly. You can tell how, like, like the South Side is primarily for the Latina and Latino community. And... The north side is for where all of the black people live for the most part. And and the little neighboring little villages and counties like Glendale, Whitefish Bay, and Wauwatosa. That's primarily where the white people live. So, <laughs> you know, I, I never, like, unless it was done behind my back. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a 6'4", 200, over almost 300 pound man. Depending, like, I'm... Losing and gaining weight due to me working out, so I'm kind of gaining weight from working out and whatever. But you know, I'm very intimidating. <laughs> Once you get to know me, I'm like a, a, I'm a sweetheart, but it's still intimidating to people when they first see me. But you know, ain't nobody gonna sit up there and call me no nigger. I've never been called that by anybody that's not black. So, I, but I've been called the f bomb by people I don't even know. I used to be called that in high school. I've been called it all of the time. So it's like, you know, so whenever y'all get through, you need to understand that we don't try to put our sexuality above our race, but it is important and a part of our lives. We can't sit up here and deny the shit. Or try to make it seem like it's not a biggie thing. And um, you guys, that there's really no agendas. We just want to be embraced and accepted for being who we are. Y'all think that we're trying to just make everything all about us no we just want to be embraced and accepted at this point i don't even want your acceptance i mean i can't speak for everybody else but and this is why this is like my final old you know like my curtain call final curtain call of discussing the shit because i'm tired and i'm done of done with talking about it like if you're not for all black lives that includes LGBT men and women, black heterosexual women, because we know how you treat black women, um, disabled people, um, everything. If you're not all, like, if you want to be pro black, you got to be pro all black people. And if you're not all for all black people, then you're not pro black. Pro, excuse me, pro black. You're not at all. So just say you're pro heterosexual cis men. Just say that. 
because y'all are just so very ignorant and misogynistic with your viewpoints. You're fucking ignorant. You're stupid. You're dumb. I can't do it. I can sit here and make a rant about white people being racist all fucking day long. And oh, don't don't even trip. I'm about to get into this Nike shit before I close out of this um, episode. But yeah. How you gonna sit up here and cry about that shit when you do it to us, bro? Like, y'all are really stupid. Y'all, like, I really try to understand people's point of view, but I can't understand ignorance. And that's what a lot of you are. Ignorant. And stupid. Like, I'm tired. I'm done. Like, the LGBT, the black, like, the black LGBT community is not forgetting that they're black. Like, it's hard enough being black, but it's 10 times hard being both. That's what one of my cousin's friends said on the Facebook post I made the other day when I shared this topic. And, like, this is why we can't grow as a people. Like I stated earlier. We can't grow because y'all so busy trying to tear us apart with your homophobia and colorism. We can never grow. We never going to grow. If we don't understand that we got to start at home and then we got to work our way up to get this shit with racism. Because those racist motherfuckers, they don't give a fuck about who you are. They just love being in, living in their privilege and being ignorant. Y'all want to, we can sit and talk about how ignorant y'all are, but these ignorant white people... They want to burn their shit, tear it up, cry about people supporting Colin Kaepernick, all because of a fucking national anthem that celebrates the death of slaves. Excuse me, like, I'm not supporting that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. I can't. Like, if I'm at a place where I got to stand for the national anthem, you'll see me sitting down. And that's period. I'm not supporting no damn anthem that sat up there and celebrated slaves like are you fucking kidding me i don't give a fuck what time it was or what time in a a generation it was it needs to be changed if we gotta change that shit to lift every voice and sing then so be it let that go y'all crying about people like it's you have to stand for the national anthem y'all don't even stand for black people y'all sit up here and make this all about the national anthem when we just want people to understand that it's a it's a pro, a national problem with unarmed black men dying at the hands of the police what is so difficult about that to comprehend what aren't you getting you guys are burning shoes and burning your feet for what what are you trying to prove sir you're not proving nothing but that you're idiots and you're racist and you're full of shit and you're privileged. Y'all get on my nerves too. I can sit up here and talk about how homophobic black people are, but everybody get on my damn nerves when it comes to this racism shit. Black, for one, black people can't be racist. We can be prejudiced and discriminate. Definitely, because look at how they treat the LGBT community. The black LGBT community at that. However, we not going to sit up here and let y'all think that it's cool to just sit up here and 
do the most out of Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick didn't do nothing but took a knee like he was proposing to somebody. He ain't hurting y'all. He ain't telling y'all that y'all shouldn't stand up for that damn anthem. He just was doing what he wanted to do and what he felt passionate about. And he shouldn't be ridiculed for that. Period. I'm tired of people sitting up here acting like that anthem is not trash. It celebrated the death of my people. We've been lynched. We've been burned to death. We've been... We've been, we've been in a fucked up situation for centuries. In a place that we did not ask to be in. Y'all be like, go back to Africa. Go back to Africa. Y'all brought us here. We can't go back to something that we don't know no more. I couldn't tell you what African tribe that my family um, is a descendant from. I got to pay $100 to get ancestry to figure that out. But it's so easy for me to find my white the white ancestry I've had in my blood. Like, my grandma's um, family, like, their family is called the G's. Like, if my last name wasn't Johnson, I'm pretty sure it would be G because that was my grandma's maiden name. The G's, they descend from a white slave owner. His name was Reuben Joshua G. And his son, he had a son with his slave named Venus, which is my... Uh, great 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 grandmother and their son Henderson is um he was biracial and he married his wife his wife Amanda she was um Indian I forget what tribe she was from but I think she was Indian and black but um yeah so that is really interesting you know I, I can see I can I've visited their, visited their graves, like my great-great-great-grandparents, Henderson and Amanda G., and all of their children and stuff like that. And um, I can go back that far, and I can see that on the internet. That stuff is accessible. Like, But I can't tell you about my black side. I don't know who Venus' parents were. I can't. We can't go back that far because of slavery. Slavery fucked us up. Indeed. So... Why do y'all think that we're putting our foots on, foots on your necks when we talk about this? We, <coughs> excuse me, we have that right. We have to be honest about the truth. Y'all want to sweep shit under the rug, and this is just goes for everybody. Y'all sweep shit under the rug and wonder why shit's never, shit never gets accomplished. We're never going to grow or even try to make the world a better place if we don't speak on the shit. We never speak on shit because y'all want to just hide and think shit's going to get better with time. It does not. Racism never going to end. Equality for the LGBT community is just ironic because we cry about oppression from white people, but look how you're treating us. And I've said this 20 times in this podcast, and I'm pretty sure not one person's still going to get it. And I remember, like, like I can't believe, like, some people, like, when Obama and Congress legalized gay marriage, everybody, like, one of somebody I thought was really a friend of mine, she told on herself, with her trash-ass views, <laughs> when she was like, Oh, like, I just don't feel like this is right. Like, we can't, 
even get rights for black people, you know, they can't stop dying at the hands of the police, but, you know, y'all can legalize gay marriage, this bullshit. I, I wanted to cuss her ass out because she sounded dumb as a bitch, first off. Let's just get that out of her way. And, and like, people don't understand when it comes to the gay marriage dynamic, it was really interesting because prior to 2014, people had to legally adopt their partner so they can have their last name and have access to health care and anything in the event of a death. They had to adopt that person. So, like, please cut the bullshit because y'all are just weird as fuck to me when y'all sit up here and swear that somebody is just shoving this shit down your throats. It's what we've been crying about in regards to equality for black people for centuries. Like, it's still a work in progress, but it's not a competition. Like, if we all would just realize that we need to come together and with all of us coming together it is more powerful than we think it is we're never going to grow like i've said we're never going to grow if we don't get it together i really want y'all to understand what we're trying to reiterate to y'all but i can't make somebody under see my point of view and shit if they don't want to and that's why i think this is my I'm done talking about it. I don't want your acceptance. I don't want your love. I don't want your respect. Keep it. Because I saw, like, they was like, I just keep seeing statuses about, you can't expect us to accept your sexuality. You can't expect us to just, you know, uh, allow that, you know, that they say, um, I just wish y'all would just, Understand that we don't have to accept your lifestyle or you can't... Like, that's just dumb to me. Like, I don't want it anymore. Like, I have the people in my life that love and embrace me for who I am. And if that's all I need, that's all I need. I don't need nobody else. I'm tired of arguing with y'all because it's not going anywhere. Y'all dumb as a bitch. Y'all don't give a fuck until it's too late. So, keep your shit. Like, don't be sitting up here saying, oh, I love you and I respect you, but I don't respect your lifestyle. Don't ever say that shit to me because that's bullshit. You just, you just stupid. Don't tell me that you love and respect me. You can't love or respect me if you can don't respect all parts of me. Like, whether you want to admit it or not, my sexuality is a part of me. It's a part of my life. I can't sit up here and try to deny that it's not. So, in closing, I just want to say, suck my ass. I'm done. Say what you want to say. I'm going to live my life the best way I know how to live it. If it doesn't rock with people, that's fine. Because the people that do show me love and do appreciate me and don't use me for they gay sidekick or accessory, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for being actual allies and not just tolerating me. I My friends... And my family, like, that love me and actually accept me for who I am, they the world. My best friend, she didn't even want to date this guy anymore after she found out he was homophobic. 
and said that he didn't want to be in the same room as me and shit. I don't even know you, first off. And second of all, don't nobody want to see your dusty ass because I grew like I grew up with a grandpa as a pastor. I know the church. I know the people. I know the Bible. I know all that shit. I know how y'all act. And if you sit up here and say that you don't want to be in the same room as a gay man or et cetera, et cetera, baby, that means that you're fighting feelings that you don't want to act out on. So with that being said, suck my ass. <laughs> like whatever. Like I'm I'm at the point where everybody is just a joke. I don't got time to be sitting here arguing with people about my sexuality. It's my sexuality, it's my life. You don't define that for me. And no one has defined that for me, and they never will. And that's why I go hard as a as much as I do. To make it better for our future children, our future people that are going to be leaders of the world. And if they're gay or if they're transgender, that's wonderful. It's okay to embrace who you are, even if it's at a young age. People, they they fear what they don't understand. And that's why you're homophobic. You think, oh, because somebody has phobia in the word that, oh, you're just scared of gay people. No one's saying you're scared of them. But... You know, saying the shit that y'all say is a phobia. You don't want to understand. You don't want to understand our struggles. You don't want to understand what we go through as people. We're people. We're not like y'all really act like white people when it comes to this topic. And I'm tired. So with that being said, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm washing my hands of it. Like I said, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I'm going to close out and enjoy my day. You guys, thank you for listening to TV Keys and have a great day.